Hello, you're listening to Perpetual Learning. I'm Manjula Salvaraja. So what are we chatting about today? Let's see here. Preparing for interviews. Um, really nice topic. Hello, Sivan. Hey, Manjula. And yes, I'm Sivan Siva. Going through the hiring process right now and it got me thinking about the interview process and how to prepare for it. What's interesting, um, you know, I kind of share this thought with you. I feel like you probably already know this, but it took me uh, a couple of years to figure this out. And that's why I want to share it. I, I do think prep is so important. But one of the things that, that people ought to remember is that when you're getting interviewed, you're not only being vetted for that particular job um, you're in front of all of these people for, but other many possibilities with that company down the road. Uh, it's a chance for management to get to know you and you to know them so that when you're in that room, like aim for the job. Yes, you should definitely, you know, bat for that. But also think of of making an impression and forming some kind of a relationship so that there's something long term with them. Do you know what I mean? Totally. I think, you know, there's definitely an emphasis on figuring out the overall fit between the individual and the broader organization because. You know, to your point, it's not just that particular job, but potentially a career or at least a string of jobs that, uh, that you know, the management or, or the hiring folks are looking for. I have this, this story, and I hope I get it right, but I spoke once to the, the woman who is the voice of the Calm app. Interestingly enough, she's Canadian even though the app isn't um, headquartered here, but she's Canadian. And she told me that she was just, um, she was a, a sort of a spiritual and health practitioner, was looking for a change, was applying for a customer service job, had this interview with Calm. And either during the interview or after the interview, they, they called her and they said, well, this is great. Yes, you know, you you did well with the customer service interview, but we've got this other thing in mind for you. And she became the voice of Calm. Right. So it's just that's And I remember that being like, well, here's the classic case of what I'm trying to say about you making an impression on the company itself right. for, for, for more. You know what I mean? Totally. Totally. So what's the most impressive thing you've seen someone do in an interview? Yeah, I don't think there's any single moment that stand out, stands out for me. But, you know, the folks I hire in general usually have done their research about the company, the role, and myself. So I honestly get impressed when someone goes as far as reading, you know, the shareholder letters for consolation or or perhaps my newsletter because it really just speaks to the level of preparation, which I, I guess, you know, for better or for worse, I, I just don't see that in a lot of candidates that I end up speaking with. Mm. What are the biggest mistakes that people make? Uh, let's keep it to three. I'll actually give you two, uh, but, you know, kind of going back to my point earlier, I think the lack of preparation is quite common and unfortunate because the way mm-hmm. I see it, it's an avoidable mistake and, you know, literally costs you nothing, perhaps a bit of time to prepare. And I think the other one is the tendency to run on your answers versus answering the actual question. So it might be my own personal bias, but I do think, folks come off a lot better by structuring their answers. So the actual content may not change at all, but just having a clear structure to your answer and speaking slowly and concisely versus trying to ram as much details as possible is a mistake that I often see. 
And when you say lack of preparation, do you mean um, even sort of about basic questions, you know, the, 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 the routine, how would you handle this or, or tell us about yourself? Or do you mean with regards to knowing um, what the company does, what the objectives of the company are? Like, is it company research or just sort of general answers about the job? So I think there's general answers for interviews, period. And I think mm-hmm. most people, because it applies to pretty much any job, really understand how to answer those. It's more so kind of, you know, bringing in the context of the company, the industry, the individual you're speaking with, and answering accordingly. I think a lot of folks don't take that extra step to tailor uh, their preparation and and their approach and ultimately their answers in the interview uh, to account for all of that. You know, there's a thread that you said that I really like, and I'm going to kind of illustrate it. I, I see it as you have uh, sort of a, a present and it's there's there's a core to it. That's the core of the answer. But depending on who you're sitting in front of, you're just wrapping it with a different kind of paper. So you can always practice that core and right before that interview, kind of figure out what the wrapper is going to look like. Then you unwrap it and you get ready, the wrapper ready for the next one. But the core uh, gets better as you as you do these multiple interviews, right? Totally. Totally. I mean, the core should be yourself, right? So I think, you know, your story, everything that you've done in the past. And so ultimately, you can't really change that. It's more so, again, structuring, framing the answer in a way that would appeal to the person sitting across from the table, so to speak. So you've brought that up, the people that are actually sitting in the room with you. It's interesting because um, when I was in a marketing role and I had a team and I was hiring for that team, one of the things that I noted is that people would research the company and the product, but not the people that were interviewing them, myself or any of the other folks interviewing them. So talk to me about, you know, knowing and understanding. I think knowing and understanding who's across the table interviewing you is critical, how can one go about researching the interview team? I think now more than ever before, it's not terribly hard to research an individual, right? Whether it's, you know, a quick Google search to see if they have a personal website, search on LinkedIn, Twitter, any other social media site, but LinkedIn and Twitter kind of being the top two ones I'd recommend. You usually are able to gather some form of information. And, you know, if you have common connections, as an example, reach out, try to chat with folks who might know the interview team and try to get as much context as well, right? If you don't know anyone connected to the hiring team, then maybe reach out to folks who work at the company or, you know, have worked at the company in the past, gather info that way, right? And I think the more work that you do up front and, you know, kind of taking that next step of showing that you've done that work as well, could really go a long way in differentiating yourself versus other candidates. And so I think it's quite important to take, you know, any necessary step to make sure that you're able to maximize your advantage. And, and, you know, again, like I said, doing the preparation, researching the interview team comes at a very low cost relative to the benefit it could, uh, it could create. How do you work that that kind of insight? Like, how do you work the insights that you've just discovered about the team or that person um, into the interview? Yeah, there's usually a number of ways to do it. But the way I often have used in the past, at least, is using my questions, right? So based on my conversations with X, Y, and Z, it looks like the business might not 
have focused on blank. What do you think? Right. And, and mm. your question may not be super profound, but the fact that you took that extra step to have conversations, learn about the business will go a long way. So the answer that they give may not be relevant. You may not even care about the actual question itself, but by showing that you've spoken with, you know, a few individuals as an example, um, would, would definitely, uh, would definitely carry some weight and make an impression on the interviewer. It's interesting because, you know, our brain has a certain way of thinking that if you were chatting with me and you said, based on my conversations with X, Y, and Z, and X, Y, and Z were my colleagues or were my management, my brain almost stops there. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's actually quite a, yeah, it's quite a bit of a, bit of a clever tactic. Um, And then, of course, you do need to learn about the company. Uh, Walk me through how you do this. Yeah, so, you know, it depends on the role itself, right? So when I was, you know, let's say looking at startup opportunities in the past, I, I went through a fair amount of information. So I went through the website, the product, competitor websites and their products, and seeing if I can do a couple of demos, build as much intel as possible. And then I literally created a list of questions and improvements that I'd make. So almost taking the mindset that I worked for the company already, and instead of talking about you know what I can do in theory, I use my research questions, ideas to demonstrate what I would actually do, or at least the recommendations I would make. And again, the folks sitting on the other side of the table, usually let's say a founder or someone on the management team, this is actionable, intellectual advice, feedback that they can then take and apply to the day-to-day. So you're already adding value before you even start the job. And again, that's far more valuable than, you know, saying you're a great team player or, you know, perhaps you're great at communications because, you know, who doesn't say that? And, you know, mm-hmm. those are kind of big in theory, right? And, you know, what switching over to larger companies, I'd take a similar approach, but focus more on the market, kind of reading the annual reports, recent articles, trying to understand what's going on at the company so that you can kind of speak their lingo versus creating the feeling that you're an outsider. And again, removing that friction, kind of sounding as though you're already a part of the team and already know what's going on makes it easier to create that impression because on the other side of the table, you know, the person hiring is ideally looking for someone who can ramp up quickly and contribute right away. Right. And and so you're just trying to remove the friction in that process. What kind of work do you put in um, into understanding their product or their service? So, yeah, I take the approach of being a customer or a core user. So it's possible literally going through the product myself and experiencing it for myself goes a long way. So, you know, like I said previously, that could mean like actually signing up, you know, creating a dummy account. and testing out the product, right? Experiencing what the user is actually going through, right? In other cases, it might be just reading customer reviews and trying to understand what they're going through, especially if I don't, if I can't actually be that dummy user, right? So it really depends on the product or service, but again, trying to kind of look at it from the end user's perspective and taking that perspective and applying it or using it in your answers, questions with the interview, I think goes a long way. Now, you also recommend to people that they research the competition. What do you get out of that work? I mean, it's 
you know, it, it helps me understand the gaps within the business and product, which is quite important. Many think it can be a great source of ideas to improve the business or even ask questions as to why they took one route versus the other, right? And, and usually when you're getting into that kind of deeper layer of thinking, you know, the interviewer is well past the decision point of whether or not they should hire you and they're just having a genuine conversation around the business, the product, and the challenges that they're facing. Hmm. And before I let you go, um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on how to address that, you know, the dreaded question that this is one that I feel like I've crafted. Like, I don't think I've had a ton of interviews in my life because I tend to stay at the places that I've been at very long or I've been kind of networked into that role. But the times that I've done it, I get this question, the tell me about yourself question. Um, I put a lot of effort into preparing for this. Um, and I, I just, I want to get a, a sense for, I, I'd love to hear your advice on how people ought to prepare and answer that question. It's interesting that you mentioned that most of your opportunities have come through networking. I think even in that process, you often, this is probably the question that you often answer in terms of tell me about yourself, right? Even when you're networking, you're constantly ask, answering some version of this question. It may not be as detailed. It may not be as lengthy, but, you know, to an extent, you're kind of usually answering kind of some version of a pitch um, that really presents yourself. So in my mind, it's the only question that I ultimately prepare for. So when I'm answering this question, I try to, like I said, look at it from the perspective of the hiring manager, right? They've usually seen 100 plus resumes, talk to 10 other people, they're not really interested in the long, unwieldy dialogue about your life, right? And so when you're looking to answer this question, it's really your job to kind of make it easier for the hiring manager to kind of map out all the key events, all the key experiences in your life and essentially frame it into a reason as to why they should hire you, right? And, and so to me, the key is to focus on crafting a story that goes through kind of the relevant parts of your background, explains how you got to where you are today and, and why this job is the next best step for you, right? Job or opportunity, right? Where the case might be. Oh, this is a great topic. I think it's so timely uh, because I know of a couple of um, younger people um, still doing their undergraduate degrees or, or whatever it may be that are, that, that are looking for either that, that internship or that job. So this is so apropos. And I think, you know, the advice that, that you, there's something, there's one or two things that I've really actually picked up here and I've been in the job market for decades. So that's always, I always think we have, you know, a good talk when I can walk away with a couple of things, which I always do where I go, Oh, no, I didn't think of that. And, and, uh, and that always comes in handy. So then great topic. Um, we'll be talking next week then. Absolutely. Take care. All right. Chat soon.